Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, Episode 83, Combat Experience. Yo, I got more combat experience than Rambo. April 19th, 2012. Thank you for joining us for another episode of our podcast. Yeah. No, no podcast news this week, so with me we have Frank. Uh, how's it going? Patrick. What it do? And I am your host, Jeremy. Um, this is probably going to be a pretty quick podcast, um, partly in because I... I'm it, tired and I want to go back to sleep. Yeah, no, um, it's been a crazy week, and actually I didn't even realize it was Thursday till about a half hour before recording. So with that said, um, Patrick basically did all the work this week. Um, Back normal. I actually didn't even play. I only played one game this week, too. So let's get right to that. Let's get right to what we've been playing. Like I said, I've only played one game. Uh, on Sunday, I visited uh, my brother-in-law, and he bought uh, Star Wars Connect. And it's pretty fun. Um, I was playing with my little uh, nephew. He was, he was a lot better at it than me, obviously. Well, he's played it a lot more, too. But Yeah. You know, um, I... Don't like how the force is used. Really, it's it's kind of weird. You can either okay, so um, the at least the stages I played, basically the force, the way it works is you hold your hand to the side, and then your hand turns a different a color depending on which which character you're playing. Uh, in the case of the character I was playing, it was green, so it's like a green aura around your hand, and then you can either shoot it then um, to do a like a small force push or you can charge it up to do a bigger force push um and on that was your left hand and on your right hand you can use a lightsaber lightsaber works pretty good i especially like when you're kind of far away and there or like there there's a stormtroopers or something shooting at you and you're supposed to deflect the bullets that works really good i really like that part um moving forward and backwards is pretty interesting uh, I like the fact you can jump at any time, and when you jump, it it it'll, it'll flip over the guy that is in front of you, and you can like slash him either from above or from behind. That was pretty cool. Uh, the moving forward kind of just like we've seen if you ever, if you watched the E3 demo last year, it's kind of weak. Um, you kind of like push your head forward, you know, and <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it it worked okay. Um, I think once you get used once once you get used to it, it'll be fine. Um, and I noticed my nephew was doing like uh, force hold and and throw, but for the life of me, I could not figure out how. Even watching him, I don't know if maybe the, that was his character's force move, and I just uh, was using a different character or what. But why don't uh, you ask him? He he can't explain things. He's too young. He he he's he's uh, the video game prodigy. <laughs> he's good at playing, but if if you ask him to like explain it, he'll just like, well, it's like this, and then even if he does it again, and most of the time he doesn't, <laughs> it just completely just blows your mind. You're like, yeah, it's like wait, mind what? blown. No, even <laughs> if he does it again, half the time it's on accident. You know, what I mean, he doesn't really know what he's doing. Although, you know, he's played it enough to where he knows that his left hand's force, his right hand's lightsaber, and he can jump. But uh, I don't know. Um, I'd like to get some more uh, time with it. Eventually, uh, unfortunately, I don't think. My front room 
is big enough to play two players, uh, but it would be really cool if we could if one of us one of us got it. Well, I guess Patrick, me or you, yeah. and played two players. I mean, it would be kind of hard to play two players with Frank right now. Yeah. Um, but all in all, it was a lot of fun. There's there's a, there's a story mode. There's mini games. There's a pod racing. Um, and there's a duels of fate, I think it's called, and I'm not really sure what that is. I think it, I'm guessing it's a lightsaber battle between you know first and second player. Um, it takes place, I believe, not don't quote me. It's either between the first and second episode or second and third, um, which is cool because you do see some characters, even though you're not anybody. Like the characters you play are not anybody special. They are Jedi's, and. Um, you know they're doing their own thing while uh, you know Anakin and uh, Obi Wan are doing their thing. So it's pretty cool. Um, I def- like I said, I definitely want to play it some more. But that's all I've been playing this week. I haven't even touched Xenoblade, let alone anything else, unfortunately. So yeah, Frank, how about you? Um, still playing Mass Effect, uh, the first one. Uh, getting pretty far into that. I think I'm at. Eight hours now or nine hours? Uh, I wanted it to be farther. I just uh, just been, I don't know, yeah, falling asleep and stuff. <laughs> 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 you know, important things like uh, sleep and you know eating and stuff has been you know really uh, taken away from my video game time. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I mean, um, uh, I'm pretty far into that. It's I kind of like how the. I mean, I'm I'm kind of remembering how. When you go to, like, you know how, like, in Mass Effect 1, you could go to random planets and land, and um, sometimes there's missions, sometimes there's just random, just whatever on there. And that kind of, like, openness and just, like, kind of where it just leaves you, like, a almost like a, it's it's almost like you're going to, like, a, you know, a different planet, and it's just, you're the only vehicle out there, and it's, like, that barren kind of feeling that, I don't know. It's like the exploration. It's, it's kind of fun, which is it's kind of funny because I, I recall not even liking it the first time I did it. Yeah. Um, one of the you know complaints about Mass Effect One was that um, the planets, the extra planets, really had no meaning. You know. Yeah. Ex- and, yeah. Basically. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm just just by randomness or what, but like the first two or three random planets I went to, they actually had like uh, enemy base and some kind of random you know reason. Yeah. Uh, well, I know that I remember that a lot of them did have bases, um, and they were all tied to some meaningless mini side quest. Yeah, but yeah. Um, well, the first I uh, the first time I played Mass Effect One, um, the I think the first four or so planets, or no, like I think it was only the first two, but um, uh, the first couple planets I went to, you know, again just random luck. The first one was this planet with these little metal monkeys. Um, and I just shot him <laughs> and <laughs> ran him over with the car and stuff with with the Mako. And the second planet was just nothing. And like at that point, I was like, okay, this is dumb. And I, yeah. I heard from the reviews and everything that there's no point. And so I figured every single planet was just going to be a dumb drive around and you know see the scenery and then go back. And you know, like I said, this time around, I, I, I you know just by luck, uh, like I went to three or four planets and every single one had something like. Where like there'd be some dialogue or whatnot. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say only about maybe one fourth of the planets actually had content on them, and then yeah, like two 
two like half the planets had uh, just something you had to pick up. Yeah. You know, and then the other fourth was just like maybe something random, either uh, something you had to pick up or like something didn't matter, you know? Oh, you, you know, actually, one thing um, uh, was actually pretty cool was uh, I was uh, on one planet and I just randomly driving to the base and just out of nowhere, a Thresher Maw like popped out of the ground. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And I, it actually made me jump because uh, <laughs> I was thinking, like, okay, whatever. Like, I, I was. Um, like, like literally, I, I aimed my, I aimed the Mako at the base, held down gas, and like I went to go get a drink and walked <laughs> around, and then I came back and I was just like uh, just staring at it, you know, letting it drive, you know, to the base, and it just popped out of nowhere and it killed me the first time, but yeah, I eventually got it. Yeah, I, I, I actually remember that. I think there's two planets with, or two or three planets with the, the Thresher Malls on them. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's. It's it's just interesting, like you know, with the whole visuals of that blur effect and how it, you know, they you know try to mask you know the I guess it's some somewhat of the simplicity of the graphics. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm just playing that. I'm getting into it again. <laughs> I'm probably gonna go on that after. Yeah. Like I said, I'm putting it off until just until I don't know why I'm putting it off, but. <laughs> not as long as possible because I figured I'll probably play through through the series one more time and then never again. You know. Yeah. Well, unless you'll have your um. I I mean, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say unless there's like some super duper HD remix, like you know, in the PlayStation yeah. Four or Xbox, whatever. Well, plus we'll have that drought. I mean, right now, you know, Mass Effect Three is still new. Um, you know, it could be a couple of years till we have another Mass Effect game. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, in that time. <laughs> of the drought of like mass effect you know type stuff i mean you know you might find interest or something yeah but um besides that i I've still been playing madden 12 um i made all those you know like i've been saying i made all those roster changes and everything and so i figured i was like well i'll start actually playing like a franchise with the you know the new roster and everything with you know andrew luck and robert griffin and stuff and you know all the free agent changes so um I've only been playing playoff games, but um, I've played several different teams. But right now I'm on like year seven with the Saints, um, and it's pretty cool because uh, in the game, you know, you, you know the players retire. Um, you know, all the players that are like 33 or so, like right now in the league, all of them are almost all retired except for like a, a couple punters and kickers. Um, uh, and it's cool, like, after a while, um, like, former, like, great players, they'll actually become options as coaches. So I have right now, I think I have Donald Driver as, like, the offensive coordinator. <laughs> and Richard Seymour is the defensive coordinator or something. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and it's cool because, like, whatever position they played is what they'll buff on your team. So, like, you know, Donald Driver is a wide receiver, so if you make him a coach... He'll, like, up all the route running and all the catching for your, like, wide receivers, you know? That's interesting. So it's pretty cool. I still have Sean Payton um, as a coach, but, you know, it's just kind of cool. Like, after a while, and, like, you'll have that. Um, but anyway, uh, just playing out with the roster, just uh, kind of messing with that. Cool, cool. Uh, but, yeah, besides that, that's all, all I've been playing. Awesome. How about you, Pat? Well, my uh, list is a little bit short this week. Just three games on there. Um, Still the longest. <laughs> like always. 
Wow. <laughs> you just had to have... Okay, never mind. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> uh, I guess I deserve that one. <laughs> uh, Gears of War 3. Um, no surprise there. Um, Bioshock, which actually I was just playing right before we started doing the podcast. Um, I just got past Andrew Ryan. I got some, actually got some achievements I haven't gotten in the other... I don't how many times I beat this game. Yeah, I, 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 I noticed that because uh, it posted your achievements and on uh, Facebook, and I was like, um, I was like, I thought he, I was like, he really didn't have any. From well, that some game. of them were like, t- you have to take, you can take photos of them, and like the more photos you take, then like it'll like show their weaknesses or give you yeah. upgrades to defeat the, that certain enemy. Oh, okay. Well, apparently there was two that I never gotten. There was the um, uh, big daddy named Rosie. <laughs> and um, uh, and one of the certain splicers. So I I've just finished those. Also, then there was an, I was looking up uh, some of the secret achievements and learned how to um, like the other one I got today was uh, I think his name was Colin or something like that. You have to find his house. Well, I I've, if I remember right, I found that place before, but I had killed him, and so I didn't know that if you um, if you didn't kill him. In, in a pre- when you previously see him in the game, and then you go there, he, it will uh, what's it called? It will um, give you an achievement for finding his place, and you have to kill him there. So, yeah, oh, okay, that's pretty then, interesting. Yep, yep. And then uh, played a little more Devil May Cry, and that's pretty much it. Cool, cool. All right, what's coming out this week? Well, what's coming out for the week of four twenty two to four twenty eight? You have Prototype 2 for the PS3 and the 360. I still need to play the first one. But the lot of, here. Yeah, I played... Or wait, wait, no, no. I, you I played, played that one, did you? Never mind, never mind. Yeah. I, you know what? I always get it mixed up with the other one. Uh, PS3. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Which one? Yeah. The one that came out for PS3 at the same time, the guy that can use electricity in the first game. Oh, Infamous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I played... I Played the pr- first prototype um, via Gamefly. I got like maybe three-fourths of the way through, and then... Uh, it just got repetitive and boring, so I sent it back. I heard that they fixed a lot of the repetitiveness in this version in this game. So, well, um, I, I don't know, man, but a lot of the commercials for this looks pretty good too. Cause yeah, they did a lot of live action ones. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Like the oh. one with um, it shows them falling uh, off the top of a building and they're playing um, "Hurt" by uh, Johnny um, uh, oh, yeah. Cash. Cash. Yeah, and then uh, it shows them landing and. Um, you know, the, it, but while he's falling, he's showing flashbacks of why he's doing this about revenge and all this shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I love when they do that with the live action one. I still say the best one was the one for PlayStation Three when they had all the characters in the bar chilling, yeah, talking yeah. to each other. That was still the Definitely. best. Definitely, that one uh, came out of nowhere too. Yeah, yep. and uh, what's it called? Uh, let's see, uh, Rising Two: Dark Waters for the PC. Risen, but yeah, it, this yeah, game. Too. This game's supposed to be really good. I never played the first one, but I've heard a lot about it. And then this last one, Jeremy, I'm going to let you say because I'm not even going to attempt to say it. Akai Katana. Shin. <laughs> okay, for the 360. Any idea what that is? Um, a game from Japan. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, had I, heard, I had never heard of it, so I was just wondering. It wasn't really a lot, so I almost wasn't going to put anything. I was like, eh, I'm not going to put it. And then, I'm not going to be able to pronounce that shit. Then I was like, well, shit. I'll, <laughs> I'll have Jeremy say it. 
<laughs> I love that that's your, your, your enthusiasm. It could be like the most awesome game, but you can't pronounce yeah. it. So you're like, let's just leave it <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> um, and then for release date updates, you have Darksiders 2 move back to August. It's yeah. polished all shit up and fixed bugs, so you can't get mad at that. They want to make sure it's running good. And Halo 4 is going to be shooting it up on November 6th. Cool. They got a release date for Halo 4. Awesome. Uh, we're not going to take a break because oh. we don't have many news stories and stuff, so let's just keep going. All right. Well, then you're going to get I a mean, whole lot really of talking. Break anyway, it's too, so that helps. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, Patrick, like I said, you have all the news stories this week, so I'll give uh, my two cents in where I want to, so go ahead. Um, no? Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> new Silent Hill movie will be haunting up theaters on October 26th. The they first fu- one was... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, hey, they finally got a release date to let us know exactly the day. I know they said somewhere in fall, which I figured was going to be October, and sure enough, the 26th. Yeah, I really liked the first one. A lot of people didn't, of course, you know, but... I, I liked it. It's just, like, the small changes and some of the stuff that they did, they kind of annoy you, but that's, like, from just being a straight-up fan of the movie. Like, you know, for yeah. example, it's supposed to be uh, a father looking for his daughter, not the the mother looking for his daughter. They changed that because they figured it would connect with audiences more. But wasn't there one... <clears throat> but, uh, I mean, yeah, because I read, like, basically what they did in the first movie is they took a little from each of the games that were out at the time and kind of combined them all together, right? Kind of. Well, but, like, this Pyramid Head wasn't in the first game. That's what I was going to say. He was in the second... He, he came off in the second game. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. But, I mean, it was still a good movie overall. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, I was going to... Well, I was going to say, like, me, like, uh, I only played like a fourth of silent hill one and like a third of silent hill two and you know when i saw the movie um and i i, I like the movie a lot i mean you know but then again i'm not really like a big you know i don't know yeah. all the silent hill stories so they could have completely made up something where like you know a robot came in and just killed everyone and i would have thought it would have been cool or something <laughs> well, so, I, mean, I mean i mean they from what i understand they you know like they you know they did change some things it wasn't that dramatic but um uh yeah, but I mean, I, I liked it uh, overall. The movie. But you know again, what? Like I said, uh, really you know the only thing I wish that they they had put in it. Maybe they'll put it in this movie. Is the uh, you remember in, in, in the first Silent Hill, Patrick? The school. The school was in the first game. That's what I just said. It wasn't in the first movie though. They didn't put it in the what movie. Was? They put the school in the movie with the uh, ghost babies. Or not babies, but children. They were they they went to the school, but they didn't have the ghost children. I'm saying. That, and the school is where he encountered the janitor that was, I guess, molested her, the little girl. And then, like, remember, he was all typed up in barbed wire, and he came out of the bathroom. Oh, I do remember the school part now. I don't know why I didn't remember that. That's weird. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I just remember in the first game, the little kids that run around when you as you walk, and that, that freaked me out. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, that was the thing, too. Some of the monsters in the first game, like, there was, like, a dragon that flew around and shit like that. It was kind of weird. Um, that's, I mean, I can understand why they didn't put those in the in the movie. That would have been a little weird, but um, but yeah, overall it was still a good movie and, and shit. So I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to the second one. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, even if they even if they go by the story mode though, I mean, if they're going by the game series, they, it, because the second movie is supposed to be about Alyssa again, and uh, or not Alyssa. Um, what's her name in the second Heather and um. And if they went by the game series, the second one was about James Sutherland. It had nothing to do with him. And then the, the third game went back to her. So, yeah. But whatever. Yep. Um, what were you going to say? 
I said, yep, pretty much. Uh, Ubisoft sued over Assassin's Creed plot for a oh. million dollars. In really? Damages. Author says it's, uh, it, it's similar to his book, uh, Link. Interesting. About like going like there was something that they they even described something that it, that sounds just like the animus that allows them to go back in time or whatever. Wow. And I mean, um, I, I, I I didn't look up. I was gonna look up the book link and then kind of forgot. And so, um, you know what this sounds like to me, and I I don't know if it's true, but it sounds like an author trying to uh, get some money out of it. Of uh, you know, of course he's trying to get well, money. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like a, yeah, what I was gonna say, I was I was gonna be like, you know, wow, like you mean there's a two books out that have like a similar story. Yeah, so, I, know. I mean two two you know forms of media. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it, you know, they're open to to do it, but I guess if kinda, if no. the if the book came out before the first Assassin's Creed, I could kind of understand. The book came out two thousand two, and the first Assassin's Creed came out right around the same time, right? No, no a little after two thousand. No, it came out. Well, when when was Xbox? When did it, yeah, it had to be 2005. Okay, yeah, 2005, 2006. Yeah. So okay, then I kind of understand. Maybe he does have but, some. But then again, he but he's trying to stop the third game from coming out. Well, where were you when Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Two, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations was was out? Yeah. Now all of a sudden, the Assassin's Creed Three is coming out. But I think I think it's um, I think they were if I remember reading the story right, they were saying I guess there were similarities to like the the time period. Yeah. And that's why he's saying it. There's. Simulate, uh, similar like where he went back to the revolutionary time and all that. So, but it's like, you know, if there were so many, um, if there were so many similarities prior to, even if they didn't go back to originally they went, you know, where they went Italy and, and, um, the Middle East and stuff, but there's similarity to the animus and everything else. You should, you had basis to go after them right off the bat. Now they're going for the Revolutionary War. Now all of a sudden it's just like your book. You know, it's kind of yeah. yeah. Of course, I'm I'm an Assassin's Creed fan, so I'm going to go side with them no matter what. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of understand where they're coming from, and I wonder if there is any basis to his uh, to his uh, him suing. Well, it'll be interesting to follow this case well, after the after the podcast. We should look up the book link and see exactly you know yeah patrick's like if it's good enough i'm gonna buy it and read it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm already backed up on books as it is as you notice in my game list i didn't even name, name the damn gears of war book i didn't even re- pick it up this week yeah i didn't pick up the Earthsea book either <sighs> but uh okay so apple game console rumored for 2012 launch you know what you know what's kind of funny um there was actually a story recently um the Apple CEO went to um, was uh, or I think it was the president was uh, at uh, Valve's studios, and Valve is also one of the companies that you know people think are going to have a console soon. Um, I'm not saying they're you know together, but I mean it's just kind of interesting that two companies are going to yeah you know, that is interesting that are you know interested in you know a console or like um, you know kind of together. You know it's kind of interesting meeting. <laughs> Because uh, Valve said that they're not going to come out with their own console anytime soon. And now there's a rumor that uh, Apple might come out with one. So I won't, wouldn't it be interesting if Apple was actually making a Valve or a Steam console? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, they could, you know, they could actually make one of their... I mean, in, in a sense, you know, uh, an Apple computer that can run Steam is like a Steam console. Yeah, yeah, but, of course. But I mean, they could, I, I guess to some extent, I mean... 
I mean, I I could see them even trying it because they have like they've tried like side little things that didn't really like like they have Apple TV and I don't know if that's really doing successful. I don't I haven't it's, really heard it's, of it's it's doing pretty good actually. Getting it. Um, it's not not mainstream, but it's doing good in in where it's at. But um, I mean, I could see them maybe reaching out to something like that, and if and you know if they. With Apple, you know, their issue would be games because there's only so many that are, like, um, you know, Apple-friendly. I mean, of yeah. course, you could do all the tweaks and stuff, but, I mean, just straight-up Apple, you know. Yeah, even uh, on Steam, you, only certain ones are Apple-compatible. Because, you know, how they like, um, you know, they like uh, control over their their stuff. So, I mean, um, to make it, like, I guess, easy to get games on the Apple or, you know, if they, you know, if they went beyond Apple and just made, like, you know, a console where it wasn't, you know, based off, like, the Apple OS where they could, you know, easily bring in other games, and Steam would be like an easy supplier for games for them until they, you know, build up something on their own. Yeah, it would just be, you know, I mean, it would be the all the games for whatever console they make. Yeah, that'd be in- that's interesting. I want This is another story I'm gonna pay close attention to. Yeah. Okay. Um, God of War. Uh, see if I say this right. Uh, go ahead and say it, man. Uh, I'm gonna say Ascension. it wrong. Ascension. Ascension, that's what I thought. Announced today <laughs> will be an origin story about how he became the ghost of Sparta. Dude, that's pretty awesome. And will be on the PS3. Yeah, yeah, but then it's kind of okay. weird because if it's supposed to be God of War 4, then, I mean, they, they were already hinting to the, the, yeah, the God of War 4 being about his brother being free from hell and having to fight his brother. But, I mean, this isn't this is obviously not God of War 4. They said God of War 4. Oh, they're going to call it God of War 4? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, that's the name of is is, is Ascension. Yeah. But it said, it said well, the story I read, anyway. Well, yeah, last week we had the, the rumor about God of War 4. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wonder, because if they don't call it God of War 4, right, then I, it could just be seen as another side story like the PSP ones were, and then that would make sense, and then maybe God of War 4 would come out on the next console. Maybe this could be just a technicality where they're like saying like it's another God of War. It's the fourth main fourth one on the console. Yeah, yeah, but it's not actually like titled God of War Four, but it's the fourth. Yeah, I went to PS3. I went to the yeah. story and I'm trying to see exactly where I saw that. But anyways, but yeah. Um, either way, as long as they do have because they, they they led it right up to that other game. A God of War four where he goes up against his brother, so you'd only think that they, they would make it. But like this, yeah, this one though, like I said, my fear was going to be either it was going to be only on, like it's going to be on the the Vita, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Change of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta were, or they were going to say it was going to be on the PS4. So it is going to be on the PS3, but it is going to be a prequel prior to him becoming the Ghost of Sparta. So did you watch the trailer? Yeah, I, yeah, I did. And I also put it in the show notes. Okay, cool. I'll uh, I'll put that in the media definitely. So, but uh, either way, another God of War game I'm excited for and will be playing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. And awesome. My final one here: Battletoads may become DLC in the new Double Dragons game. Huh. Interesting. Well, you you remember they had the Battletoads versus Double Dragon game? Yeah. 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 Are so. they just going to add them in, like, where you could download them as, like, a character skin, or... All it like, pretty much did was, yeah, it was going to be, maybe... No, not skins, like, um... Well, well, not like a skin, but, you know, like, you play the Double Dragon game, but as the Battletoads or something, like, if it's DLC. 
or is it actually the Battletoads, a Battletoads game that you can play in the game? Like the old, yeah, that's another thing. It could be the old school Battletoads that's, game. That's what that was my impression from it was that okay. it's you know like the Battletoads game added in with the you know it's not like oh it's a skin well now you're a battle toad and you get to fight yeah, yeah. and for some reason everyone keeps calling you, you dragon or something yeah. <laughs> and you, like you can turn into the, you can turn into the double dragon but you know you're a battle toad <laughs> yeah. interesting yeah. on a side note they should have um battle toads versus uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles you know that'd be awesome they kind of did in that um versus thing i was showing you Toads versus turtles. No, I remember it was uh, the lead toad. Um, was it Wart or whatever versus Leonardo? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that YouTube thing. Yeah, I'll have to send cool. it to you, uh, Frank, so you can check it out. <laughs> awesome. All right, that's it for news stories. Uh, I do have one piece of media that's really awesome. Uh, this guy. Uh, let me see if I can get his name real quick. Uh, okay, well I can't. Okay, Christian Mio Loclair. Um, created this program, I'm guessing it's for PC, um, and that incorporates both the Kinect camera and Wiimotes together. Um, and the, the game that they, they were showing is actually a dance game, and basically what it does is you actually wear the Wiimotes up to uh, six of them, I think, or six or seven, something like that, some crazy amount of Wiimotes. And it can basically track every single movement. Between that and the Kinect, it can track every single movement you do, even little itty-bitty moments on movements of your hands and stuff. And it's really cool because, really, I think it's the next step in uh, the whole motion thing is not only the camera that can track you moving forward, backwards, side to side, but also something like, like a controller, in this case, that actually tracks the littler movements. Um, it's really cool, and um, there's actually other um, implementations that, that it can do, too, like uh, medical and stuff. It's really cool. I'm going to put that video on our show notes. Definitely check it out. Um, the cool thing about it is instead of, you know, like I said, it's a dance game. Instead of having to follow along to their dance, because it's so intricate, you can actually create your own dances, and it would it'll score on how fluid you are, you know, how well you're keeping with the beat and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so definitely check that out in our notes. Sweet. All right, and Frank with this week's week three poll results. All right. Well, this is probably you now. Let me check. Yes, um, this is the largest margin of victory. So far, in uh, our voting, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the, definitely. The winner for the week three, which was Mario versus Jill Valentine, is uh, Jill Valentine with sixty-two, sixty-two percent. Nice, awesome. Who'd you guys vote um, for? I Jill. I voted for Jill too. Yeah, me too. I tried a logic like a, a Mario thing, not not like I was like trying to make him win. Yeah, but I wanted to give him a fair shot, like you know, like I was, you know, last week I was saying, like you know, he rams his head into a brick wall. I mean, <laughs> and he's cool. That's that's a pretty good power. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, trying to think of it evenly, but I mean, she just has like, you know, all those different weapons and everything. And yep, I don't know. I actually waited until uh, right before the show, right before you got, before you. I know she were doing the results until I voted because I thought about it all week. You know, which one? Because 
Mario right. would have. I was just gonna. Mario would have a chance. I'm not gonna say like out of a hundred fights, he's not gonna lose every one. You know. And I was trying to think about his powers compared to Jill, and yeah, I just finally determined Jill. I, I'm his, sure uh, win. his boots like they kill people. I mean, he just jumps on people's head, and <laughs> all of a sudden, everything just goes downhill for them. Unless yeah. you're, yeah. Unless you're a turtle, then you lose your shell first. Yeah, if you or if you have like um, spikes or something on your. Oh shell. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. You, you look at it like Mario has all these powers. He has like the star power, but that only lasts a certain amount of time. And he has all this other stuff. But Jill is extremely agile and has fought in things ex- way stronger than Mario with more yeah. way firepower and has survived and defeated him. So yep. yeah, if if anything, she probably has more combat experience. I mean, Ex- that too. I mean, that's- I mean, Mario fights stuff, but he's usually just jumping around and everything. And everything. Yep, <laughs> much. He, and he doesn't. And normally, when you're in, uh, normally Mario, you know, he's just walking through an area and attacking everyone, and <laughs> not, you know, everything. He doesn't go into a zone and all of a sudden everything rushes to him. Yeah, that's true. He, it's more like every nothing cares about him around him almost, and he has to <laughs> attack most of it. If you think about it, Mario's not a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he goes to all these places and all these little uh, turtles and the what is it, they the Goombas. They're just Goombas and paratroopers. I mean, they're pissed off, but they're not. They're not going to get him. They're just walking around, and some of them, you know, they're stuck walking between pipes and stuff. They can't do anything about it. Seriously, he just comes and you know, I'm Mario. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I mean um. That's our results for week three, so Mario right. is out. Awesome. Now, how about week four? Well, for week four, we have, first off, we have Jin Kazama. He's from the Tekken series. He actually was not in the original one. He debuted in 1997 in Tekken 3. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was I was kind of surprised myself. I, I think it's because I, I, I jumped into the game kind of later. So I think I played a little one because I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I had a PlayStation at the time. And yeah. then I played two, and then three, and I just got kind of used to him being there since, you know. Yep. Um, but his skills is basically he knows karate, which he learned from um, his grandfather Hayahachi Mishima, which is another character in the the uh, Tekken series. And he basically has like a mixed fighting style between his grandfather's style and his mother's style. Um, he actually even, one one thing he has as well is that he has a devil, what they call the devil gene. And it kind of gives him these powers, but they usually don't show up in the game unless he actually loses control of the, the gene. And when he loses control of it, he um, becomes devil gene. And then he uh, grows wings and horns and has like markings on his chest, and he could shoot lasers. <laughs> nice, a, pretty handy. Um, and actually, he always had a bit of a energy like in his moves and his punches and whatnot. Yeah, uh, it wasn't really specifically described in the game, but you know, you could tell just from playing the game that he had like some kind of energy behind his punches. Um, but actually, in Street Fighter X Tekken, they actually recently, they added a projectile, like an official projectile where he shoots like a, kind of like an energy orb. Um, I'm not sure the official name of the move in the game, but um, 
he actually does have like a projectile now as normal Jin and devil Jin. Um, just some other side facts. His uh, father is Kazuya Mishima. I'm pretty pretty sure I pronounced that right. And he's also a character in uh, the Tekken series. He um, started in uh, Tekken 1, I believe. Cool. But yeah, so he's uh, a fighter. He's won the the he's he's won I, I believe that the story for the, the Tekken game goes that he's won the tournament like several times um, so he's a fighter he could shoot projectiles he has a form of energy when he fights and then if he goes nuts and loses it um, he could become devil gen and shoot lasers <laughs> I think in one of the games you could actually they had a hidden character as, playing as devil gen yeah he um I, I believe it was I forgot which one exactly, but he did become a playable character in a few yeah. Of the games. Yeah. Um, and he is going against uh, Marcus Phoenix. Um, debuted in uh, 2007 in the original Gears of War. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You, you kind of know who this guy is, right, Patrick? Oh, somewhat. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I kind of played this game, you know. <laughs> but uh. A little information on him is uh, before the whole Gears of War story started, he uh, was awarded the Embry Star, which is the highest honor um, a gear can actually receive. Which he he um, received that from the Pendulum Wars. Yeah. And um, pretty much, I guess, some backstory on him. Uh, he was a decorated uh, soldier. Uh, and during, uh, I, I believe it was actually when the, was it... When the locusts already arrived, he um, left his uh, post to defend his father. And well, he it, it, no, he well, he yeah, the locusts had already arrived, and he was fighting them for a while. And then uh, like it might you know like it, um, however long the the fight went on, and then um, they went after he he had a, a distress call coming from the, his father's mansion, and he left his post to go save him. Yeah. And um, in that process, he got court-martialed for uh, treason, or not a treason, but yeah. abandonment, and was sent to prison. Yeah, and um, in the Gears of War story, in the, in the first game, he basically gets um, broke out of jail, and he ends up uh, becoming like the leader of the... He ends up becoming the lieutenant for his group, or... Delta Squad. Yeah, Delta Squad, after the other lieutenant uh, dies... Lieutenant Kim. Yeah. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> yeah. And um, he pretty much uh, takes on the role of leadership for the rest of the series uh, after that part. Um, he, as far as, like, weapons, is pretty much anything that's available in the game. You have the Mulcher, which is like a Gatling gun, you know, rocket launchers, um, grenades... Flame yeah, grenades, gas grenades. <laughs> he, he has the boomer, which would I guess you would say it was the rocket launcher. Yeah. A flamethrower, shotgun, sawed the off lan- shotgun. Lancer. Lancer, which is like a, a assault rifle. Um and it has a chainsaw. It has a chainsaw on it. A retro lancer, which is an older version with more power than a uh it has more power than a, a lancer, but it has a, a a big heavy kick on it. So you have to do uh, a burst of fire instead of just rapid fire like with the Lancer. It also has a bayonet on the retro, which you can charge and stab enemies with. You also have the Hammer of Dawn, which would probably be your most 
strongest weapon. <laughs> that that would actually be kind of hard though to to do in a one on one though, because it's like yeah. it's like hey, stay over there, okay? Like, <laughs> if you were shooting boomers <laughs> at them, and, like if you were shooting boom, like say boomers at them, that's true. And they he went to take a uh, hide in a certain area, and then you busted off the hammer of dawn and and right over the area he was at. It'd be hard but, to escape uh, that, even though you I mean, can't those, multiplayer. But <laughs> yeah, I mean those are all like optional weapons. But I mean, even if you give him his uh, basic um, weapons, like a, at a start, you know, there it's it's pretty it's pretty decent. A shotgun, a assault rifle, and some grenades, and a pistol. Oh yeah, and a pistol <laughs> just just have, in case. They just in the, case. They, yeah, they have the <laughs> pistol, the Boltall picks pit pistol, and. Um, you, they also have the uh, Gorgon pistol, which is like a rapid fire one. But, they also um, have sniper and a mortar. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting all excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hammer but, burst. But um, pr- pretty much as far as his uh, ability, it, it leans pretty much on weapons. I mean, in the game, he seems pretty strong and stuff, but you never really ha- have like any kind of like melee combat, like. Um, you know, I would say, like, if you were comparing it with Jin, I mean, Jin knows more as far as, like, hand-to-hand combat, so... Definitely, well, yeah. I mean, in the game, if you're going to go, like, by, I mean, okay. Yeah, like, in the game, you don't really do hand-to-hand physical combat, um, like, but at the same time, there, there, there you still got to think, you remember that that's just because that's the way they set it up, the game, because... <clears throat> In reality, if you're a soldier and, and you've been fighting all these years, you're still going to have hand-to-hand combat. Now, I'm, I'm not going to say it's going to be better than someone who's studying martial arts all their life. But yeah. it's, not, it's not like he couldn't defend himself up close. He's also a really big guy. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you, you know, though, that I don't know. That might be an issue, though. They make him so, like, bulky. Like, I don't know, like swinging his arms around. <laughs> Hey, you played the third game. He, he might, he might like, he might just like swing his arm and get his arm like stuck behind his back just because it's so oh. giant or something. Well, remember though, he he also has you know the the, the ground and pound uh, move. He can bust blow up your head with the ground and pound. Oh yeah. And then yeah. Uh, plus the, you got to remember that too. He has that heavy armor that can take bullets, and you're gonna try to walk up and just punch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, at first when I when I first read this uh, before the show. I was like, oh, I think uh, Marcus doesn't have a chance. But then I started thinking about it. And <clears throat> Jin is pr- really strong. He's a uh, superhuman speed. Well, once he gets to his devil form, basically. And we're going to assume that uh, he, at least some part in the fight he'll get to his devil form because that's one of his main you know, attributes. Uh, he's superhuman speed, superhuman strength. Um, but then again, you look at some of the creatures that Marcus has fought. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I started thinking about it. What what he's gone through? Granted, he's had help, but I mean, what he's gone through through the uh, through the series. And technically, Jin, I think, um, in the end, has gone basically uh, defeated every enemy in his games. You know, obviously not versus, but you know what I'm saying. Like storyline wise, he's yeah. never yeah. he's never lost. So it's going to be interesting to see the outcome of this one. I'm, I have no idea who I'm going to vote for. I, I think yeah, this one's actually pretty good. Um, initially, when I actually I, I was like the, I felt the other way. Um, when I looked at it, I was like, okay, uh, Marcus is just going to like shoot the hell out of him, and you know whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, um, he, he has his quickness, and if he gets to 
the devil form, I mean, then it becomes like a fair becomes like a fair match, like who gets who first. Yeah. Um, you also got to remember though, too, for the listeners that Marcus's grenades, he can plant them and set them up as traps to go off when he gets hit. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually looking through. Just I just googled some terms about Jin, and from what I'm seeing, like uh, everybody who's basically ever uh, challenged him uh, has has lost, you know, storyline wise. So it's pretty interesting. Um, I think the only person that ever beat him was uh, his grandfather, and and even then, I think in the end, uh, he beat. He beat him. Yeah, actually, in one of the games, he was um, near uh, killing his grandfather, but uh, he he hesitated. Yeah. So he even beat him. This will be very interesting. I mean, um, putting you know fanboys aside for either game, it'll be very interesting to see what the votes turn out. Yeah. So don't forget but, to yeah. vote on our website. So yeah, yeah. So week four uh, match. And um, the poll's already up, so obviously it'll be up by the time this comes out. Just uh, as always, you can go to our website and on the right side, scroll down a bit and you'll see it. It's really easy. And Just hit your vote and hit enter. and Or not hit enter, but click the vote button and uh, your vote will be cast. <laughs> um, one thing, too, is um, we always put this up on Thursday, too. So if the podcast isn't up till like a you know Friday or whatnot or Saturday or whatever. Or um, like normal Mondays because that's what Jeremy or, does. He lags. Hey, it's been Monday. Friday, but I, Friday oh. afternoon the next week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, either way, um, you know, every uh, Thursday we do put up the poll. So uh, whether you um, hear the uh, announcement of the match on the podcast or not, uh, every Thursday it will there will be a new uh, poll up. Yeah, and you can yeah you can go there anytime between basically Thursday at about five o'clock until the next Thursday about I don't know three thirty or four is usually when we. Uh, collect results so pretty cool pretty good uh yeah we've been getting good votes i mean uh and funny enough um little little i know we kind of talked about it last week two weeks in a row we had a tie um just shortly before the uh you know within the within a couple hours before the recording yeah. this week we didn't obviously this one was a blow a blowout but yeah so yeah all right cool so that's it for our podcast we're going to go ahead and uh, give our plugs. Our website is kvgtpodcast.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. Hellopodcast.com. Email us at kvgt04 at gmail.com. My Twitter is at kvgtjeremy. Patrick is? At bigsolo64. And the podcast Twitter is at uh, kvgtpodcast. And, um, yeah, as for our family, we got the Nerdgasm Network at nerdgasmnetwork.com, Troy at extraplay.info, Super Budget Brothers at superbudgetbrothers.com, RPG Weekly at rpgweekly.com, and the No Quarters Podcast at noquarters.net. That's it for the Dot net. <laughs> Thank you for joining us in this uh, pretty short podcast. I think this is the shortest one we've had since 50, so... You know, it's not always a bad thing for a short podcast. We got done what we needed to. And, yeah, everyone, you guys have anything to say before we uh, head out? Mm, just go out there and vote. Check out our news stories on our website. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. Yeah. What it yeah. did. <laughs> what it did, yeah. All right, have a good week. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>